0: everyone it is david jeff it is october 4th 2023 and jeff you just said it as you walked in what a perfect night perfect uh, night for a swim too i tell you can you imagine having the pool the jacuzzi everything that comes with it that alan taylor and taylor made pools can do for you don't forget this is the time you want to get on that calendar or call alan taylor talk about a tailor made pool ask about available financing 619-449-4452
1: Dave, supposed to be over 90 degrees this weekend. And it was funny. I was going to go to LA on Saturday. Turns out I'm not going. Glad I'm not. I just saw a thing that LA is expected to get a major uh, six-point earthquake this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't
0: know we were that good that we could call them out like that. I, I
1: don't know. There's this website that our friend 49er girl retweeted. Yeah, And it said it's supposed to happen uh sometime friday night into saturday but the same website said we were supposed to get a 4.0 earthquake today sometime between now and night so i better finish this read <laughs> you got 11 minutes <laughs> get this shit done oh god uh, we're way down in east lake yeah. weather in carlsbad today absolutely perfect i hope it was wherever you were i'm devastated to announce that the love of my life, the great Dagmar Midcap is yeah. leaving NBC7. I
0: didn't know if you saw that. I was going to bring oh, it up. I
1: couldn't. I, I had chest pains when I saw it. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> 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 Who? I mean, Todd Strains, our guy's family. But, Todd, how would you let that happen? Exactly. It's a whiff. That's I, think, absolute... I, I'll bl-
0: I blame Todd. I'll tell you right now. I know he listens to the show. Todd, you don't have a very good indoor voice. I think you he scared her.
1: You're pretty loud. <laughs> Todd's <laughs> kind of loud, uh, but I, I'm not going to blame Todd. I'm not it's family. Todd, I don't blame you. Uh, he's so good on that Sunday night show. He is. I do like that Sunday night show they do. It's a lot of fun. Anyways, I was trying to tell you about pools, and right now, Dave, right now, with the baseball that's going yep. on, you got college football, you've got NFL, you got fights this weekend. No better way than to do it with a pool in your great. backyard. Yep. And give uh, Alan Taylor and the team of Taylor Set May Set those Pools TVs up pool. outside like so many That's people what are I'm doing. Saying. Man. Hook it up 619 449 4452. Again, 619-449-4452. I also want
0: to mention Kyle Pfluger. Again, Kyle Pfluger can do great things for you and your website. Look, Kyle has opened his own company. Really proud of Kyle. He's one of the family for us. We say that all the time, but we've known Kyle a long time. And to see where he's come, we want you to support his business. Mithril Media and his business website is mithrilmedia.io. Right now, Kyle would like to offer you a 10% discount. off his services to customers. If you tell him Dave and Jeff sent you, all you have to do is call this number as well. 619 619-
1: So, so many people have been talking about what is going on with the Padres. And I don't know. I I hope I'm not speaking out of school. But apparently, some of the guys down there at 19, Tony Gwynn Drive, listened to the show. Yeah. And they said, called flugs. And the way I understand it is that between Eric and Peter and AJ, uh, they feel like they owe a lot of you that... That spent the money and went out and and supported this team, and maybe a little frustrated with what happened today. They feel like they owe you something. So along with Fluger, they're opening a new website, and it's going to take you through the off season, whether That's it's cool. coaching changes, player personnel. Grab a pen; you're going to write this down. It's threeblindmice.com. <laughs> Again, the website, threeblindmice.com, and that's going to be where all your information is. Some of Eric's favorite restaurants, uh, some of the things he likes to do, uh, uh, top 10 beard oils, a lot of exciting stuff coming out for the holidays. Again, uh, Padre Management today, threeblindmice.com. Mentioned our show, Flug's gave him the 10% off, and hey, money's tight down there, Dave. There you go. They said, hey, oop. I didn't bring my wallet, <laughs> a Little tight. Uh, but Flug's luckily affordable was able to get it done. Look for three coming to a computer near you very, very soon. That's
0: awesome. All right. So a couple things we can go either playoffs of what happened today, or we can jump right into your three blind mice.
1: Well, let's start with that. To me, it's the most gutless thing I've seen in this town in a very long time. I Are you think surprised? It, no, I think it's all a fraud. And I think any of you who bought into that today are a dipshit and and here's why it's funny i just was looking at my phone
0: right before you walked in there are a lot
1: of dipshits that are like oh well bob's coming back you know who you didn't hear from today bob you know what you (laughs) heard today bob's traveling if bob is back as i wrote with that little fucking snake in the grass that little backstabber preller then he shows up and he says hey me and this guy wearing it together. That didn't happen, in my opinion, Dave. This is the front end of something bigger. Really? Is that how you feel? And I legitimately think you hear within a week that Bob's taking the Giants' job, and I think this bullshit that they now maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but it reeks, reeks of bullshit. <laughs> and if Bob was there and taking questions, boy, nobody's nobody's allowed to come down, right? AJ's in his bunker, hanging out. No sign of Bob Melvin? Your manager who took you to the National League Championship Series? No sign of him for this deal today? He doesn't even show up on the phone? Ah, this stinks. Bullshit.
0: So, hold on. Let's uh, we're on the, the same path here. You believe Bob is out. I on, mean, his, on his own accord, is what correct. you're saying.
1: That's why I think this but, is setting us up for.
0: But Preller is staying.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. He's Just want to level.
0: make sure that that we're we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. What what you're actually saying? Okay. So I'm I'm trying to ask questions on. All right. Here we go. We we uh, we have under the assumption that either way, Bob's managing in the Major League Baseball next year. Correct. And Bob feels comfortable he's managing a Major League Baseball next year, Correct. whether it's with the Padres or another team, whether it's the Giants, the Mets. Who knows? Correct could be Cleveland for all you know. You don't know. But at the same time, Bob feels really comfortable. People who know Bob say he feels comfortable right now. He's not freaking out that he's out of a job and after a call of a career.
1: Got $4 million in the bank. Could have a run at the Mets yeah. job. Could do anything.
0: Yeah, so at the same time, and this is the bad news, I think, if you're a Padre fan, and this is what you're alluding to, is that Preller's the one that is returning, and everyone thinks mm-hmm. Preller has been the problem for nine years and you're going to give him a tenth.
1: And they, they – I saw somebody today – Right. Ah, uh, well, money's tight. You can't. You can't eat. AJ makes two million a year.
0: Money's tight because this dumb fuck keeps giving out the worst contracts right. of all time.
1: Right. AJ makes two million a year. Yeah. Between now and twenty six, you're paying Hosmer twenty six million over the next two years to fucking fuck off in Coronado. Exactly. Don't tell me money's tight. Okay. <laughs> Don't Stop tell it. me money's tight. Stop it. I think. I think this is the biggest bait and switch. I think they're setting this thing up. I think they're absolutely insulting the intelligence of their fan base. And I think, Dave, why you didn't hear from Bob today is very simple. And it's something that's very, very close to your heart. Nick Saban. Because if people remember when Nick Saban was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, incredibly well respected from his time at LSU and Michigan State, everything Michigan else State, been. sure. And he goes to Miami, and he's asked repeatedly, are you staying or you're going, hey, I'm the coach of the Dolphins? And three days later, he's the coach at Alabama. Yep. Terrible look for Nick Saban at the time. Nobody remembers, but probably Dolphin fans do. But they did not allow Bob to be put into that situation. They're not going to let Bob go out in front of the cameras or in front of the Zoom screen and have people ask questions repeatedly about his relationship with A.J., and about his future and his interest in staying with the Padres. So instead, you have the little rat, that little backstabber, which is exactly what he is. There's no other way to describe that guy than a little rat-faced weasel, and he's a backstabber. Dude, if that guy worked for me, I'd fire him immediately. He's a snake in the grass. That's exactly what that guy is. And by him putting his dumb little face in front of that camera today, so he doesn't have, hey, you know, Bob's under contract. Okay, I can't stand people that insult the intelligence of the people that spend the money to go out and support the team, and I think they're lying to this fan base. Dave, it could be 100% wrong, and maybe Bob's there on opening day, and that'd be great. The only
0: way you're 100% wrong is if Bob's back and Preller's gone.
1: Yeah, but, but they said Bob's the manager. Yeah, well, okay, so
0: so here here's there's so many different things that jeff and i have heard because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna really get any information of stuff that wasn't clear for us to say but it's also at the same time it's it's in the top in the front of your brain that you want to blurt out what you I you i will give credit to anyone who's listening right now you hear jeff very upset who's a padre fan Jeff's not just going after a guy he doesn't know. You've literally sat in a box with Preller. Oh yeah, like you've shot the shit and everything else. This is him being a Padre fan first, and word about friendships later. He's a bad guy, which I give you, which I give you credit for. Okay,
1: I, I tagged Seidler the yeah, other day. I saw.
0: I fucking love every bit of it. Here's the deal. I freak, I look at you as an intelligent Padre fan. Yeah, there's so many Padre fans that write to me, you know, DM and bullshit. Preller's given us nine years of excitement. Uh. And he's, he's the guy, and Melvin's not the guy. Here's the deal with Bob. Look at Bob before he got here. Three-time manager of the year. The yeah. One year he was here, last year he took the team to the NLCS. Nobody hates Bob. Bob right. has a track record. You know who's never been on a field or in a dugout during a game? Fucking Preller. Yeah. Preller has no idea what it's like to stand on that mound. He has no idea what it's right. like to get in the batter's box. He has no idea what it's like to direct 26 guys in a clubhouse, some of them banged up. He has no fucking idea. It hasn't worked with Preller. He's the guy that has to go. Let me tell you, as a guy that always gets uh, accused of saying, uh, you just love your Dodgers and you just want to tear down our Padres, every fucking team in the NL West wants to see Preller keep his job. Oh, yeah. Don't think Dodger fans and Diamondback fans and Giant fans, everybody, even Bud Black's laughing his ass off who got fired by him. Same thing. The longer that Preller is here, the longer the Padre fans are kept away from their goal of winning a World Series.
1: So what happens today, in my opinion, is Bob behind closed doors is given the opportunity. Maybe he's got a 72-hour window. And they say, okay, by next Monday, we have to move forward. So you have 72 hours. Yeah. And Bob probably, if I'm looking at it, he probably talks to David Stearns with the Mets, but the Brewers are eliminated today. Clears the course for Craig Council to take the Mets job. No, isn't? Council's
0: not taking that job is what everybody says. Uh, According to, but Council said that.
1: Well, it's easy to say when you're... When you're well, Managing Nick Saban said he wasn't going to Alabama. Yeah, but the difference is
0: Nick Saban's kid didn't have two kids playing Division One baseball.
1: Got it. So Council, okay. just
0: so people don't well, know, because you brought it up, Council has one kid that plays at the University of Minnesota, and yeah. has another kid that plays at the University of Michigan. And he goes, "I will never get these years back."
1: So then maybe Dave, then maybe if Stearns knows that and looks at and goes, "Hey Bob, you got two three years yeah. in you, you old goat, you old fossil, you old flat ass." Uh, why don't you come Still, my th- favorite
0: part of the show so far is when you said, "Maybe I'm speaking out of school."
1: I don't think I've ever ever heard
0: yeah. that phrase in the 27 years I've known you. <laughs> maybe I'm speaking out of school before you start talking
1: about the. Uh, Have you ever said that in your no, life about the website? seconds. Yeah, maybe,
0: maybe I'm speaking out of school. Well, I don't want to. I'm like I've known this guy 27 years. I've never once heard him say that.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to get flukes in trouble. It's a big contract. Um. So you get him the opportunity to visit with David Stearns. Yeah. Now here's a couple other. Now you visit with the Giants. Yeah. You have conversations with them because, again, Bob's traveling, and you have the opportunity to meet with the Giants, very much like Bo Chad last exactly. year with Texas, where it's like, look, man, if I'm the agent and Zahiti calls, I'm like, dude, he's not interviewing for this job. If you want him, we can work it out, but I don't want to sit around and wait while you interview Buck Walter. It's either yeah. Bob or it's not Bob, but it's not, hey, Bob's one of the guys. Yeah. Uh, which is what happened with Boach and Chris Young in Texas.
0: Exactly right. Bob's in a situation where you're going to sell we don't Bob. We do interview. Yeah. Bob, you're selling Bob on why this is the right organization. He doesn't Correct. need
1: to sell you on anything. Are the Angels taking a run at Bob Melvin? Are the A's taking a run at Bob Melvin to bring Bob back to Oakland and move Mark Coxie out? And say, "Hey, Bob, come be here yeah. and be part of the transition, and heck, be part of what we did in Vegas. Come home."
0: Yeah, you didn't lose 115 games when you were here, like that's yeah. a. You
1: yeah. don't have to stay at the Marriott where Dave and Josh stayed. We're going to put you next <laughs> we're, to the we're safer, walking distance, Bob. Yeah, we're going to put you next to the safest Chipotle in town. <laughs> um, who else? Milwaukee Brewers, right? Yes. I mean, well, Cleveland, of, Cleveland's a great organization. Cleveland's another one that looks, and you go, "Hey, this could be it." Um, So I would think there's a gentleman's agreement within baseball in these situations that, hey, guys, we do the right thing, right? We do. Hey, Dave, I know it's not working out with you and your manager, uh, uh, Kenyatta. (laughs) I'd like the chance to talk to him. Let me see if I can work something out. We'll try to do it where you guys save face. It doesn't look like you fired him. It doesn't look like Kenyatta quit. Um, And I'll, I'll do you the favor that we'll just keep it in house and we'll protect it. Cause I don't want to do anything Heck, who knows. I may need you next year at the trade deadline to send me that reliever. And if you get burned on this deal, you're not going to take my call. Yeah. And that's what I, again, this is just me speculating. I think Bob Melvin's gone. I think this was all a fucking bait and switch. I think they're insulting this. Uh, I think they overplayed their hand and I think they're going to come out oh, you know, this was tough. And Bob's going to say, you know, this was tough. No, it wasn't. You yeah. fucking hated the guy. Couldn't wait to get out. Because he's a little fucking weasel. And you knew it. You yep. knew he's a little snake. And and we're gonna the ones who's going to be holding the bag are all of you that got that bill yeah. from Groupner saying, hey, we're going to raise your ticket prices. Then we're going to cut our Cy Young Award winner. We're going to cut our bitch closer. We're going to send our manager off. But uh, guess what? Rich Hill's coming back. I like them apples.
0: <laughs> and people line up. Where do I sign? Eh. So here, here you have. You have the Padres. If you lose Bob Melvin again with all the guys that you said. You think said, I'm
1: crazy or you think I'm right?
0: I don't think you're crazy. I honestly I do believe they're both coming back. I think Bob is coming back. You think I think Bob's I I, I I think Bob could have any job he wants. I think Bob is coming back. I don't think Bob is is leaving. Not because you know he doesn't hate the situation of Preller. I think he honestly does. I just think Bob is going to ride out this last year with the pods and maybe he has an agreement and may, who knows if, if I come back and I understand Snell's not coming back and haters not coming back, you guys got to at least let me start the season with Soto, who was our best offensive player. Give me the best opportunity to win. So the reason I say, if I'm Bob, the one thing I do ask for, and if it looks like he's stuck here for another year and, and all the rumors were that Bob wanted out even after they made it to the NLCS last year, that yeah. it was that bad. He wants the same sweetheart deal that Bochy talked about. They talked about with Bochy that when Bochy and Chris Young met for seven hours, that we're not going to run this organization like a lot of front offices do. Meaning that we're going to have the lineup on the fucking table no. for it. And you're going to follow it. Look to the leather of the law. It was the reason Bochy wanted out of San Francisco. And look at Bochy. He manages the bullpen pretty well. He's advanced in the playoffs. He's done an amazing job with the Rangers, even with all their injuries. He's done an amazing job. And if I'm Bob, I'm looking at Boch's situation going, I want the exact same fucking deal. Right. I've earned it. As a veteran manager, I have earned this.
1: You think Dusty Baker's been micromanaged in Houston?
0: No, I don't. I don't think Dusty is. I think, and Dusty has a proven track record of being a winner too. He finally won a World Series, but he's always put teams in the postseason, whether it's the Nationals, it was the Reds, it was the Giants, was the Cubs. He always did right. it. And those guys have earned it. A lot of guys yeah. haven't earned it. Terry Francona's earned it. There's certain guys in baseball that have earned it. Maybe they're the last of the Mohicans. Yeah. But at the same time, I think the Padres are making a major mistake by having Preller having anything to do with the organization. Because from top to bottom, it's not just Bob. There's so many things down the line that we know about that are just run poorly. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and reputations, and people talk. I mean, what do you think these guys do? When these guys become free, they talk. It's not the players either that, oh, you don't want to come here because Machado's a cocksucker. People don't say that. No. You don't want to come here because A, B, and C. Right. And it's usually stuff that guess what Preller's in charge of, uh, and it goes down the line through the organization, and not just in San Diego.
1: Yeah, I mean, David just said it. Look at reputation of two guys. Look at look at Bob's reputation. I'm well um, respected. I'm absolutely convinced. Uh, if if Bob was the future of this team, and I mean the immediate future in 24, he's absolutely front and center of that thing today. Yeah. He's right there, front and center. And not only was he not front and center. But when contacted by AC, no comment. No comment? <clears throat> Dude, come on. You can't be that ing- I'm not saying you, you easily not can. I know what you're talking about. But well, the, what? But the rest of you cannot be that ignorant. <laughs> and I apologize for ripping you again today on Twitter. Jesus. Calling you, you preller. stop? You just have, like, Tourette's of the fingers? I, love, just, uh, I apologize. It just makes me laugh okay. when I write my own. My own tweets just make me laugh. Me I'm the only There's guy only who laughs at I do, it. I do the same thing. Because uh, I just, uh, I have a buddy. I'll tell you this story and why, but I 100% feel this way. Did you ever, uh, I've asked you this before. Yeah. Did you ever watch the show The Ultimate Fighter? No, I didn't. used to tell me all the time to watch it. Never. Watched it used it. to be great. It yeah. really sadly jumped the shark. Okay. But about five, six years ago, they had a matchup. And Conor McGregor, right when he was at his peak, he was coaching one team. Okay. And he was coaching against Uriah Faber. Dave, do you know Uriah yeah. Faber? You've seen him fight, right? And again, this is a situation where 16 guys live in a house eight on the green team, eight on the yellow team, and each week uh, the guys fight. There's no TV. There's nothing. They're drinking the whole deal. A lot of machismo running wild. But as Connor is coaching his team, Uriah Faber brings a couple of his teammates in to coach. One of the guys that he brings in is TJ Dillashaw, who eventually became Bantamweight champion. But there had been rumors that T.J. Dillashaw was going to leave the Uriah Faber team for an opposing team. And Connor played this every episode when Dillashaw would show up. And everything he used, this is taking you guys behind the curtain. Everything he used was a 1972 insult. And my buddy Boom and I watched this and we laughed every time. And so what I do is I take those and I apply him to Preller because my buddy follows me. It's he's the only guy who's been on on the joke. But when TJ Dillashaw would walk in, Connor would say in that accent, "Oh, look at this little twerp! Oh, here's this little twerp!" And so we're like, "When's the last time anybody's been called a twerp?"
0: You, you're the king. I've well, already do it for years. Yeah, but,
1: but we stole it. Then when Dillashaw started to make. Wouldn't wouldn't confirm yeah. that he wasn't jumping teams. Yeah. Look at this little snake in the grass. <laughs> so we dropped that one today. Then the other one that he loved, look at this little rat. So we called him a rat. I called him a rat today. Yeah. My buddy was like so happy. And then uh, the other one that he uses all the time is weasel. Look at this little weasel. <laughs> and it's so fun. But again, they're all yeah. 1972, like good times. insults. So, uh, but I absolutely feel that way about Preller. I think Preller is an absolute backstabber. I think what he did to uh, Bob Melvin is embarrassing. It absolutely should have been grounds for firing, and he should have been fired in public to embarrass him. And the <laughs> fact about on the corner, yeah, right there. <laughs> but they continue. And I get it. but and, and listen, we're lucky to have Peter as an owner. But the, the problem is Padre baseball goes back further than the Peter Seidler era. And I think that's the thing that, that he may not be understanding is while he's the guy writing the checks, the team still belongs to the city. And, and the fans here, God, I mean, it's brutal because we love him. He's incredible. He's, not, he's the opposite of John Fisher. But come on, dude. You got incredibly successful by knowing what was right and what was wrong. How do you not see it here? That's the thing that disappoints me about a guy that we're so lucky to have. It's very interesting to be mad at Peter Seidler.
0: It is. And it isn't because he's giving you everything that you want as a fan. He's 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 dragging it it out for another year. Yeah. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. He's giving you the Christmas list that you said, fill it out. And he went and bought everything. The problem is he is a guy working for him. That's running the organization into the ground. And this is honestly what I think Pete's, issue is. Two things I think Pete tries to do. He was raised on Dodger baseball. He watched it. The Dodgers mm-hmm. had that infield, right? Of Garvey, Say, Lopes, and Russell. And nobody
1: left. Tommy and, was there. Yes.
0: They had the same two managers forever. Walter Olson right. Tom and Lasorda. And he said that. He wanted continuity. continuity.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. No, I, I got yeah, it. I, I mean, got you, yeah. I
0: was there. But the whole deal was he wanted guys to stay the same. And so that's why I think that he had no problem signing these long-term contracts. Saying this is, this is what was mm-hmm. one of the things that kept the Dodgers successful i think it's really really old school like doesn't work today exactly when there's documentation when guys bodies break down and you go fuck man how come you can't understand that and then you i sit there and i wonder jeff does he have a falling in love with players dude Mm -hmm. and and not just players manny machado manny machado even preller do you fall in love with the guys who work for you yeah and you sit there and say this is a smart baseball yeah and so, you know, well, you know, Fernando's deal. Honestly, I think the Padres got a deal when it's all oh, said and yeah, done, for sure. I mean, it's, yeah, the, the money at the end is going to pay kind of crazy, but overall, that average is about 22, 23 million yeah, a year. It's going to be a bargain by the time Kid that del- contract's over.
1: It was seven million this year yeah. and eleven next year. Yeah, like, come on. And eventually, it will go into the thirties.
0: I, I got it. it. Yeah. But But overall, even the average is such a bargain mm-hmm. compared to Seager, Lindor, right. right? All these guys. So, but for him to fall in love with Cronenworth and the guys you just mentioned, that's not smart baseball. Now, unfortunately, when a huge decision is, needs to be made by the mm-hmm. Padres, Pete's not feeling well. You know, so he's not in the meetings. And he, right. of course, you send to people to direct. It. If I'm Pete Sidler, let's be honest, I'm focusing on my health too. Oh yeah, that's the only thing that matters oh, right oh, yeah, now. I'm focusing sure. on my health. Preller's the bad move. I think uh, I think everyone who's followed it longer than Pete's even been owner understands this is a bad move.
1: The only way I justify it, the only way I justify Preller is if the agreement amongst the team, and when I say that, no offense to Gruppner, but come on. The agreement between Seidler, Melvin, Preller is, look, guys, to get where we need to get, we have to move Soto. And if the feeling is that they've come to the agreement amongst the three, we've made our best run, I'm assuming they've made offers and they have an idea, right, of what it's going to take. And I think if that's the deal and the feeling is, Dave, listen, you're the guy, Dave, who got Soto here. I need you to be the guy to move Soto out because if they were to go out and hire I'm just throwing out a name. Josh Burns to come back as GM. Okay. Okay. And Josh Burns comes back. He's moving into the office, right? He's setting up his his fern in the corner. And the note comes in. He would hang down. it
0: from the ceiling. He wouldn't even set it up in the corner. Yeah. He would that guy that hangs it from the ceiling.
1: Right there. Yeah. Plugging in his overhead projector. And all of a sudden, here comes Grupner in his 3 quarter zip. Probably, probably plaid, and uh, hey man, hey we just came down from SEG, you know Sidler Equity Group. We got to move Soto, dude. You're you're fucked. You're absolutely fucked. No matter what you get, and you could go to the Yankees yeah. and get Dominguez and get starters, dude. Soto's gonna go to the Yankees and hit 47 home runs. And oh look at this. There's the noodle dick that just fucking <laughs> traded Soto. You are never out. But if Preller is the guy who moves him, well, he's also the guy who brought him here. And he may be the only guy, Teflon, Teflon even by the fans, if you have to move Soto. I just think, Dave, if that is part of what it went into it, but do
0: you think Bob would come back knowing that Soto would be on the move? Do you think Soto's really on the move this winter? I think he is. God, if I'm Bob, I'm like that. No, that's that's one where I'm saying, let me see what I can do with but Soto. going. You, if you trade him, you're going to trade him at the trade deadline. You can't make my team that much worse. You bring my value down as a manager even worse. You want to go so. back
1: to Oakland? Huh? You want to go back and manage Tony Kemp? As long as nobody talks to me. Yeah, fuck. No one's is that what you want? Me. Yeah, because guess you what? You want Nick I, Allen? Nick I'm, Allen's not going to hit 30 home runs. 100% will not.
0: No, my point is though, if I'm Bob, you got to give me a chance to win with these guys, with me actually making the decisions, not some Johnny jerkoff up there with a the pencil. Shh.
1: You know the name Mike Shilt? You familiar <laughs> with him, Bob? Because he's about eleven yards that way. And guess what? You can be about forty-seven yards that way if you don't shut your fucking mouth. Four eyes. You <laughs> got about four
0: eyes. Looking at the marine over there, Matt Williams. You don't think he knows how to get here?
1: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he's a stand-up guy. Okay, um, I, I don't know. I mean, so that- do you think? If, okay, Bob comes
0: back. Anyone in the coaching staff getting fired? Or are they keeping the coach staff the same? Well, Rubens, Rubens, stand. Of course, right? But, he, but, he, but you know, Preller's already fired twenty-nine coaches. Is yeah, he, you, you he, have to get new hitting coaches. Move,
1: yeah, you can move Ryan Flaherty, bring North Turner in to run the offense, bring Norv and Scott Turner in. Wouldn't that be great? And then Mike McCoy looking for a job. Nobody, nobody cares. Right? I mean, I'd like
0: to see McCoy in the dugout with the advisor.
1: Yeah. You can fire the first base coach. I'll give you anybody $2 if without looking it up, tell me who the first base coach. Exactly
0: right. Guys, big hands. You can sit there and collect all the fucking yeah. elbow guards and shin guards and hold everything all at once. And yeah. Say your name
1: twice. Johnny Bananas. Yeah. Nobody knows who the fuck no that guy. That's fuck. Matt Williams. You move him out after what he went through last year. That'd be Matt's not going anywhere unless he wants to.
0: Colossus smoking hot wife blaming on a Rio girl. God yeah.
1: damn. Isn't she nice? Isn't she didn't she die, n- by the way. She They got divorced, but well, that was a long time ago. But
0: hey. the way I said it was, made it sound like she passed away last year. No, she didn't.
1: No. Is it in the words of the late, great George the Animal Steel, Dave, a guy you and I look to, nice. Maybe <laughs> we should do our celebrity <laughs> pool for George the Animal Steel. That'd be more like a swamp. <laughs> just covered in moss um yeah i i think now here's the other great thing when bob moves online pay attention to twitter because that's when dave's gonna tell you he's the guy who told you bob moved on you're gonna do it you fucking do it i'm not gonna do that i
0: swear to god i am the one that said san francisco i think three weeks ago on this show but all right that's fine if you go to san francisco i'm gonna go i told you so that's all i'm gonna say fucking (laughs)
1: god I think he's out
0: there. You I'll be honest that. with you. I really, I really, I like Bob. Don't know Bob for shit, but I do like Bob's mannerisms, everything I hear about Bob. Oh yeah. Okay, I have nothing negative to say about Bob Melvin. I think the Padres honestly are lucky to have him like they were lucky when they hired him. Preller's the issue. I've been saying it forever. Preller's the issue. And yeah. it, and I'll go back to what I said 20 minutes ago. Preller stays. There's not a team in the National League West that isn't happy about it. You know what I mean? Right. Everyone's going, the best thing to happen to us.
1: It just, to me, man, it just shaves another year mm-hmm. off the window. Yeah. And so you're right. Uh,
0: it, and you're right. You're you know what? Listen to what you just said. Not you, but the the fans here. Man, these are guys already vets. I mean, man. Manny's in his 30s. Xander's in his 30s. Right. You garbage is 100. You can't yeah. afford to sit there and say it shaved another year off. You got a Ferrari. Nothing. Preller's putting diesel in it. Fucking the whole engine up.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. I mean. Look, man, what if Preller pulls off the miracle and extends soda? I mean, it's Peter's money, but but he's the guy that gets it done. That right? uh,
0: honest to God, I, I think uh, the Padres are better if they could lock up Soto. I'm a Soto fan, I, you, got I, it. I, you know. I, honestly, but I just that's not the way his agent moves. You know, Scott Boras. No, he's like, dude, we're going to see free agency. We could always come back to San Diego, but we got to see what the other 29 hey, teams don't think. Don't buy into that shit. He's going to Philadelphia. We
1: all know it. Yeah, Philadelphia or the he's, Mets he's, or something. I think he's going to, all his boys are in Philly. Dude, the hitting coach, Trey there?
0: Turner, Bryce Harper, Schwarber, yeah. that small-ass ballpark. Uh, he loves the East Coast. He's going to Philly. We all know it.
1: Dude, he kill it there, too. he sixty. 60. <laughs> he would, that motherfucker. Think about yeah. it. He's not
0: even in his prime. He's four years away from
1: his yeah. prime. No, I'm probably going to trade for Reese Hopkins coming <laughs> off of ACL surgery. <laughs> you a new first
0: baseman. You like it?
1: Yeah, there you go. I mean if you're gonna trade him and find a way to attach the Cronenworth contract okay. and really
0: open it up. Okay, you texted me that the other day. I wanted to ask you about that. Do you really think that someone would take Cronenworth? You, wouldn't you have to eat that contract? Who's who's paying for that shit?
1: I mean if you're getting soda, it's not gutting your farm system. God, you're getting soda for one year though. It's
0: what how much how many million? Was eighty something million dollars left?
1: Well if you're uh if you're Philly though and you think like you got a pretty good shot at, at signing him. Ah, man, You're I getting him right now that. because they're looking at their window, Dave. Where
0: the fuck are they playing Worth? They already have a young second baseman.
1: You know, they just signed yeah. Trey
0: Turner, moved their star shortstop to second.
1: Uh, well, hey, you know what? You guys figure it out. I got to run. That's uh, David Cerns <laughs> that on that the phone. Was that yeah. Is that it goes?
0: You guys figure it out. Hey, run.
1: you know what, guys? <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of ifs and nuts and candies and nuts, Okay. Did you, you listen to
0: that, did, Eric? Did he yell nuts twice? Or was there butts in there?
1: Oh, yeah. One of those, too. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we got a lot of jokes back there. Started shoveling the driveway yet? Listen, guys. I do have you on speaker phone I'd like to move Soto. I don't think if I have to. Peter's given me authority. I'm going to sign a five-year deal, $800 million. That's the money we're putting out. But, you know, I felt like I owed you one. So, uh, Hey, let's talk turkey, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: that's what he's doing, dude. He's just
1: going to make the <laughs> phone calls to everybody and see what they get. But that's the only thing, Dave. I, that's the only way where I go, okay, I can live with Preller being here another year. Because any new GM coming in, I don't care if you're, yeah, you're right. You're, you're
0: the bad guy. I got it. You're the bad guy. It's still, again, when you look at the Padres' chances of winning and Padres fans, they end up getting fucked in it. You just wasted right. a full season. And then even after that, let's say Soto goes, what are you doing to replace that offense, that that yeah. production? I don't
1: know. Yeah, you got it's, you got trouble.
0: You do. You you absolutely have trouble. All right, as we're gonna we started this show late, but we're already about thirty five minutes in. All, All right, right. I, want, I, want, I want to ask you about today. Okay, so great. And as we do this today, I, I understand where you guys are at. A couple things were outstanding. Things yeah. were, in in Jeff Dodds' uh, yes. day. Okay. Bruce Bochy pulls it off first. Incredible. Okay. Pulls it off. I mean, completely shuts down the Rays. Hell, I told you I thought the Rays were going to the World Series. Um, at the same time, man. I think look,
1: I told you the Rangers were going to the and World you know what? Series. I,
0: you know what I was thinking in my head? And honestly, God, I played the game with you. Not, not saying, you know, fucking superstition. I just remember when I picked the Tigers and the Giants made the run. Yeah. Didn't, and that one, I was, you know, going for it. I was like, fuck, dude, I'm going to write this again. Yeah. But I really want Bochy to do well. You and I have been friends with him for a long time. I understand a lot of people in San Diego know him. Yeah. Well, fuck you guys. I'm saying Jeff and I have a relationship that we're proud of. Yeah. And he does. He writes you right back every time you write to me. He's so yeah. busy, but yet he finds time for you and me all the time. Right. I'm so happy for him. It was great. Guy comes out of retirement. A year ago, he was coaching his grandson's five-year-old T ball team. Yeah. He fucking hated it. And here he is coaching in the playoffs. It's the greatest. He's in the
1: ALCS. Um again. Because it'll get out. People fuck it up as early as tomorrow. He said very defiantly a year ago at the winter meetings, he did not have any interest in the Padre job. Exactly, Had nothing to do with AJ Preller. Uh, they did reach out to him, just kind of gauge his interest. And he had just had a knee replacement surgery. Yep. And he said, I was not ready to come back when they needed me. Uh, and he loved Bob Melvin. The Bob's great. Known him forever. They got the right guy, but I guarantee you starting somewhere, either on social media tomorrow, I don't think it happens on talk radio, but it could, um, this narrative that, you know, they didn't even talk to Bochy. Bochy said, fuck you, because he didn't want to deal with Preller. None of that is true. Absolutely none of it is true, because he sat five feet to my left, and I asked him, and he said directly, and just had knee replacement surgery, was not healthy enough to do it. They gauged my interest. Said so he had a fine conversation with AJ. So he was fine. And because uh, he dealt with it in San Francisco. Yep. But, but you know, AJ, the funny thing is you find out more and more people keep telling you maybe he's not analytical enough. And maybe he is old school baseball. And that probably that's probably where he connected with Boach. But, um, well, now that Boach has been with the
0: Rangers, he has major interests in Boach. You know. Oh fuck. God, no shit. <laughs> Boach will manage seem like when he's
1: Bill Rigney. Boach would be eighty-eight. But uh he didn't have his house here. Yep. The house has been gone for a while. Yep. And like he didn't have ties. But that for me today, you know, starting with Boach, uh, Dave, as you mentioned, for so many different reasons was great. Yeah. And uh, hanging out, winter meetings, seeing him again. Um, but he's been, like, I've seen him a few times, you know, I mean, I've got a Boach game Jersey. Didn't you go see him in Anaheim this year too? with, with Jack? We, we went and saw the team, but I, I didn't, I didn't okay. bug him Okay. because it's the one thing I've always told those guys yeah. is they just, I just, you of course are bugging him immediately today. I, what you, I, I didn't bug him the whole year. I didn't what bother him. Bugging, the, why are you bugging him tonight? Because I
0: knew he was on a flight. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And guess what? He wrote right back. How cool is that? Yeah. He always does that shit. I didn't, I didn't, honestly, got it. I didn't reach out and bother him the whole fucking year.
1: Um, he loves busting your balls. He does. This is great. He um, did it in the text today. <laughs> yeah. I've <he>, uh, <laughs> told this story. Dave and I were on 1090, and it was Zito against Verlander. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, it Barry Zito. And we said game one. I said, Dave, who are you taking? Because how do you go against <laughs> Verlander? And how do you go against Verlander? It's Boach and Zito. I took in Zito. Detroit. In Detroit, and Zito wins. Yeah. And I texted Boach the next morning. I said, look, I know you're busy. I'm just telling you, Dave picked Verlander last night. Of course, I had you. He said, call me right now. And he came right on the morning of game two, told Dave, hey, why don't you go take a walk around the building? (laughs) Told you to get lost. And uh, when they won it, I texted him and said, look, man, I've never asked for anything, but just to mess with Dave, can I get a game jersey? He goes, yeah, yeah, I got you. And he gave me the road jersey, and we went and met in Poway. That's right. And he had the ring. And uh He gave me a
0: medium t shirt.
1: Large. <laughs> large, whatever.
0: And he it goes, Hey fit. Dave,
1: no hard feelings. And he uh everything's so deadpan with him. Yeah. And uh this this I the jersey I have. Uh, They won it in 12. This was a gamer from 13 because it's got the World Series champion patch on it. Yeah. So that's the one I got. So this is uh, off-season fall of 2013 because we were at 1090 in 12. And so he's got the ring. He brings the ring, right? We got pictures, the whole deal. Yeah, and just to fuck with Dave like he loves to. Because Dave being a douche Dodger fan, he goes, hey, Dave, I didn't want you to feel left out. I, I got you a shirt. Yeah. And Dave goes, oh, Boach, that's really cool. I appreciate that. Hey, you know, it's the least I could do. You know, I appreciate you. And Dave goes, it's a fucking large. <laughs> and Boach goes, well, figure it out. <laughs> you yeah, that was it. Asshole. Yeah. That's basically it. <laughs> Completely fucked you, dude. And the like, deal is, I'm not wearing a
0: Giants t-shirt. You know what I mean? It, but Boach is so. He, a Giants he such, World Series champions. Yeah, yeah. He said, large. He's, such a, he's such a good dude, man. Okay, so. I was thinking about this today because one of the things we were, he sent me a text back. We were talking a little about the Dodgers. Could you imagine if Bruce Bochy, former Padre manager, beats the Dodgers in the World Series this year? Dude, Padre fans would be incredible, the man! Fuck out, and then messed your story up eight hundred times about yeah. Bochy was never asked.
1: Well, and the thing was, the other cool thing. So we saw him at the winter meetings, and uh, we go upstairs top of the Hyatt. So it, it's me, Dave, Josh. Uh. My son Jack, a friend of Josh, Katie Temple, yeah, and Boach. Uh Darren and Marty were right there. And I Behind told us, Darren yeah. and Marty, I said, come over. And and dude, I love those two. I was like, come over, just hang out. And Darren's like, No, man, it's your night with Boach. We'll see him. I was like, Okay. And Marty was the same thing. Like, they were like, Hey, you haven't seen him for a while. Do it. Have yeah. fun. Which I just thought was cool, but I, I, I know you felt the 100%. same way. Always with Darren and Marty, but um, but he was great to Jack and just talked and asked answered. So then we saw him in spring training Yeah, and we went down and I got that picture, but we're just trying to talk and, uh, and people are just like cutting in front of us to get autographs. I get it. You know, it's spring training. It's behind home plate, but it's funny. I got that picture of him and, uh, that's where the picture came from. For some reason I thought it was Anaheim. I didn't realize. No, that's uh, spring training down in, in Texas. But, um, yeah, man. I mean, you know, I was just telling somebody the other day the story of uh, oh, I was telling uh, Vita the story of being there when when Alan Embry got traded. Yeah, and and him yelling at Towers and just uh, being in Arizona at Padre Murphy's with him when few beers were were in us and uh, way before cell phone cameras. And Boch and I love betting the dogs, and we're sitting there and we're having beers and betting the one dog. And you know, he's just in that draw. Hey, so, uh, you guys excited about Ricky coming back? <laughs> and I go, what? I completely told him Spring Anderson it was coming to the pods. And he goes, I go, what? What? <laughs> and I go, what'd you just say? <laughs> about what? And I go, about Ricky. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. They haven't announced that yet. I go, well, can we go with it tomorrow? I'm, we're not going to say it's you. And Dave's blowing cigar smoke into the ceiling fan. And, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And so we had it. Yeah. We had it before anybody. That's true. And uh you know, when we got blown out, he's he's always been great. Always. He's always been he's just man, it's different. And and so watching that, dude, and knowing what a good guy he is, you know, David's funny. We've had a couple when Weddle got the Super Bowl, yeah, same kind of thing, man. That was that
0: was pretty great. you right, it kinda of feels the same. One of Pre- my favorite things he did for you and me that like, even through the bad times where, you know, you're like, do we bother the guy? <clears throat> we were doing the show for ESPN, I think, back in 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. The Padres went through a stretch. But they lost, like, 13 games. At one yeah. time, I think they even wore their batting practice jerseys in a game against the Cubs. And we brought him on to tell him, you got to start a fight. You know? That's <laughs> how you bring the team together. you got to start a fight. And he played along through the whole thing. He was great. Yeah. He wasn't now- like, shut the
1: fuck up. I can't be part of this conversation. He went through the whole thing. Now – I, I want to be careful how I do this because I like Ben Higgins. I think Ben Higgins is great. And those guys, Ben and Steve, were talking about the Melvin situation that I just, you know, alluded to. Like, and, and Ben brought up, hey, the the Padres had this with Bruce Bochi, and they allowed him to go and made it seem like it was this kumbaya thing. Ask Boach about it. Yeah. Because Boach will tell you directly, oh, bullshit, I got fired.
0: Yeah, when he thought he was getting a raise and he got blown out.
1: And it 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 impacted his friendship with Kevin Towers yep. because Kevin Towers was in that room. Boach got fired here. Yeah. 100%. Don't let anybody tell you different. And I'm telling you, like, you see him <laughs> when he goes lumbering out. He went out to kind of get into the umpire over the weekend when they were trying to win the division. Like, dude, he's the nicest guy, he's the most mellow guy. He he was pretty heated yes. when we brought that up and he goes, Oh, I got fired. So don't let don't let anybody lead you to believe that that it was a friendly parting of the ways. Now I don't know what would happen with Melvin if Bob Mel I don't know Bob Melvin, like I'm lucky enough to know Boach and like Dave's lucky enough to know Boach. But but Boach got fired here. Yeah. And so as you watched his success in San Francisco and you watch what he does in Texas, he got fired because his salary, where he's now making about six, he was making a little over a million. Yep. And they deemed that too much. Now, I don't know what Buddy Black made coming in. I mean, I got to figure Buddy got paid. But um, uh, Boach got fired here.
0: Yeah, So. 100%.
1: When the Melvin thing plays out and if somebody tries to do it, I'm telling you, Dave's telling you what he told us directly. Oh, no.
0: Yeah.
1: Alderson fired me.
0: Yeah, didn't didn't go well at all. All right, so let's jump to the other good part of your day. Yeah. Your Minnesota Twins yeah. won, and I think a lot of people rooting for the, the Twins because 2004 is a long time. Oh, when wow. they started breaking down stuff that hadn't happened since so the last time the Twins won a yeah. playoff game, meaning like the iPhone hadn't come out and yeah. Netflix didn't exist and Taylor Swift hadn't, hadn't released an album. All this crazy shit. And not only did the twins get one, they get two and in the series. Yeah. They knock out the Blue Jays. And one of the guys that stepped up big, I don't know how much you watched, I knew you agree, were working a it. Oh, good. So did I. Carlos Correa came through in Incredible. big time fucking moments.
1: Well, Planner Fashion, I you know, just said fucking pickoff move on Vlad. The pickoff move was the game today,
0: the play at yesterday. home yesterday. Shit. So get here, I mean, come on, dude. I understand every one of these guys has pride. Carlos Correa at one time was the number one overall pick, considered one of the best players in baseball. Can't pass a physical with the Giants. Can't pass a physical with the Mets. Makes it back to the postseason with the Twins. Goes was back out- to the Twins where yes. they loved him. And was outstanding. Was yeah. really outstanding the last two days. There were things that the Twins did that literally I implemented into my practice today. I went, this yeah. is what we're going to do. The
1: pickoff
0: the, move? The, the, the pickoff move. Three-two count, Incredible. two outs. Go for that guy in the back. And you know what? The announcer yeah. made a point about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is one of the best players in baseball. How do you even walk back to your dugout? Right. You have, have Bichette up who's the best
1: hitter on the team, and you fucking took the bat out of his hand, it was over. Well, a couple of things about that. So, to me, it's a weird series. Yeah. Because they're playing the Blue Jays. And I'm in Toronto a lot. Yeah. I'll be back in Toronto in a month. I didn't think I was going. I'm going back in November. I go to those games. My friends up there love the Jays. They take me to games. Man, it's a great time. And, and I've really... I've probably watched that team as much as I watch the twins and I watch the Rangers. Yeah. Like I pay attention to those two teams, but I texted a couple of friends. I said, listen, man, you understand the twins are. And this was yesterday morning. I said, I'm just telling you right off. The twins are in my blood. Like I love the Jays, uh, but the twins are in my blood. They're like, we got you. You're fine. And uh, so watching that Dave was really, really fun because Yeah, I've lived every part of that 18 years, and they've gone through it. You know, they've done the same thing. They went out and got Derek Falvey, and uh, Derek Falvey came as president of baseball operations. He came from Cleveland, and then they went and got a guy named Thad Levine, who is their GM, came from the Rangers, and they've gone through a lot to the point that last year in the offseason, when they looked at the team and, and the team that lost again, they looked at starting pitching they traded the guy who won the American league batting title to the Marlins where he wins wins the national league. Yeah. But they got Pablo Lopez. And if you watch Pablo Lopez yesterday, like he's a legit one. Of course. And that's the price to get a legit one is you have to go out and trade a back-to-back batting champion. Right. Yep. But then you go out a couple of years ago and you trade for Sonny Gray. And, Today, at the end, when Duran's got something going, maybe with the fingernail, oh, my God. I look, and they cut to the bullpen, and Emilio Pagan's warming up. And I go, holy shit, right? <laughs> but you heard what Correa said. And what Correa said after the game was really interesting, and it's something that that I think, as Padre fans, we should pay attention to, is, yeah, they've given money to guys. And they gave money to Correa, and they gave money to Byron Buxton, right? And yep. a few of those guys, they went out and got Lopez, They trade for Sonny Gray. A couple of years back, I mean, they trade for Paddock and Pagan, more arms. But a lot of those guys that are on that team, including Buxton, are homegrown guys. Exactly. And. Well, you're supposed to do it. And so you go out, you get a couple of guys, and they spent the money on Correa. But yeah, man, I mean, that, that, and I, I, come on, who doesn't love Vlad Jr. in baseball? Vlad Jr. is cool. Dude, you're like, holy fuck, man. Holy fuck. that That's a bad look, but that was great. That was really, really fun. And I'll tell you what, as much as I, uh, buddies were texting me tonight, I hate the Dodgers, right? Yeah. I don't hide. Dude, there is no team in sports that I hate worse than the Houston Astros. I think I'm with the you. Houston Astros are an absolute disgrace. And the idea that Correa can go down there. And match up with those guys, and their pitching's matched up. They've got the burden yep. of 18 years, right? Yep. I don't know, man. I mean, that, I get it. That Astro team's good. Um, but but I...
0: Yeah, fuck those guys.
1: Fuck those guys is Forever. right. And I told friends tonight, man, if it ended up I'm, I'm prepping everybody who listens to this show, yeah, including you, if it ends up being the Dodgers and Astros for that seven to ten days, dude, I will bleed Dodger blue. I cannot fucking stand the Astros. They're I'm, I'm, as bad as it gets, and I still don't think they were punished enough to I, me.
0: I'm with you 100%. All right, so here we go. I, th- I think i just thinking back what I was saying. I said Boch has him in the ALCS, has them in the ALDS. He, but right. if he makes it the ALCS, is the point I've been trying to get to all night. For you, you're in a tough situation. Yeah. Now, do you look at it as a win-win in yes, the ALCS? It's exactly if exactly what the I told t- Jack. Okay, Twins, Rangers, and or do you look at it as fuck? I got to choose between the per, the team I loved first, and a, and a person that that I, I love.
1: It uh, it's weird. I mean, I grew up. My first yeah. memories were going to Twins baseball. Eddie Bain, Butch Weiniger, Rod Carew, Harmon Killebrew, Rob Wilfong, Bombo Rivera, Roger Pug Erickson, right? Mike Marshall, and all these guys that came over of because my house where I lived. David, it was funny. I, I, when I was different time, but I was, I think this was probably from when I was eight to like eleven, and it was these kind of nights where it was nice. The weather was perfect, and I could just ride my bike up to this hill, and you could see the lights of Met Stadium. And my mom, as a single mom, would take me, and we would get a chance to go to games, and then. Yeah. You know, we would clean the pool and mow the yards of the complex and get money. And my buddies and I would find a way to get to the Twins game. Like, we'd get out to a handful of games. But I wasn't a season ticket holder. And on those nights, man, we would go to the top, me and my buddies, and we'd bring an old school radio. And it was Herb Carneal. It was Halsey Hall and different guys. And we would listen to the Twins game. And, man, we could see the lights. And we just thought it was the coolest. All of that being said. At the end of the day, it, it's friendships, it's relationships, it's the whole thing. It would be incredibly hard for me, incredibly hard for me to cheer against Boach. Yeah, right. To cheer against yeah. Boach. And uh, you, if it's Dodgers, Rangers, you don't have any problem with it at all because you're a fucking jerk. Okay,
0: now you see, Look, you motherfucker.
1: Look, I told it. I went to a
0: Giants-Dodger game this year, okay. and it was the first time I was ever in Dodgers Stadium not rooting for the Dodgers because of Casey oh okay it was and you know what it wasn't fun i'll be honest with you
1: it wasn't right. like you know the, the whole feeling you right. get when it's you go back thing. and
0: i said because you know
1: casey about as long as you've known boach maybe uh, boach a little longer uh, huh? and so
0: actually i've probably known boach long yeah i've known boach since yeah a long time since yeah. the 90s 95 casey and i this has been part of our family since about 2002 oh, anyway yeah. and it's funny casey and boachy are really good friends oh that's cool yeah casey boach always says that's my guy and B- casey always says that back that's my guy yeah so, um, just because of the whole Giants connection. Anyway, um, very strange. So, yeah, going to the Dodger game on Father's Day, we're not wearing one thing of Dodger gear. Just right. all, like, I was wearing giant black. But it was it was strange. And so, yeah. the message Boat sent me tonight, when he said to me, I, you know, basically, I want, um, hopefully we we'll face the Dodgers. Yeah. I was like, man, as soon as he wrote that, I was like, dude, how can I not root for this guy? Like, right. this guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no one on the Dodgers I'm friends with. I mean, huh. we've met Dave Roberts, but we are not friends with Dave Roberts. But no. Boach is always been good. Boach through batting practice to Josh at Jack Murphy when he was nine.
1: Dude, he fucking I mean, whipped one at my yeah. head when we went out there. Hey, get in there. I mean,
0: dude, imagine that. Yeah, all day long though, and the yeah. fucking guy goes, Let's go, Josh, we're gonna go out on the field. And he fucking yeah. no one around he's pitching BP to my kid. I mean right. he's always been great to us.
1: Yeah, he, so uh, it's
0: uh dude, I, I I wish him nothing but the best. But uh I, I hope I hope somewhere there's a matchup like that. Yeah, and, and uh, I don't know, man. I, I think we're you and I at least are, are big Ranger fans the rest of the way for sure.
1: Completely. I mean, I I told you I think we we're here at the start of the year where I'm like, can I buy Ranger gear like. Yeah. And and the funny you thing, you did. You picked
0: them to finish. They don't finish first, but you did a good job picking them to have a good year. I didn't think they're a playoff. I games. think
1: I had them in the series.
0: You you might have. I haven't written down, but you might have. You, yeah, I think you, I've you got, you got rode them. the Rangers pretty good.
1: I I are you sure I didn't have them win in the West? I'll, I'll
0: look. I'll look for it. Oh look. You had them win in the West. I don't know if you had them win but in the But I world think Series. I had them
1: going far.
0: Yeah, look I, I, I think I took them. Yeah, I didn't erase Or maybe it. I
1: had maybe I had it with uh maybe I had them with the pods. Losing to the pods. Yeah, I think you might yeah, I think you did have the pods in the world. You did.
0: You had yeah. the pods in the World Series. Pods and Rangers? Yeah, you had um hold on, keep talking and I'll find All right, it. Alright,
1: find it because I want to see if I had the twins. I should have had the twins. You no, know, you
0: had you did. You had Blue Jays, Mariners, and then the Twins uh, in the wild card. You had, uh, let's see, well, maybe that's me. Fuck, hold on. Yeah. Where the fuck are you? Yeah, it's you. Oh, <laughs> did, did I have the Yankees playing the fucking Braves in the World Series?
1: Dude, that's funny. Fucking but idiot. Yeah, man, it uh, it's pretty cool. Okay, here you go. Here you go. I got, I got you. All right, so
0: you had the Blue Jays, Twins, Rangers, winning okay. the division. All right. Okay um all
1: three made the playoffs
0: you had the Mets Cardinals Padres winning the division your wild card was uh well you had the Phillies coming out of the wild card there and then you had let's see uh fuck where are you god dang it sorry man um yeah all right right, so I had Yankees Dodgers and where the fuck are you you had Padres and Blue Jays I think that's what you had Think you had the Blue Jays. Uh, yeah. There you go. Ah. Yeah. That's funny. Well,
1: it. yeah, fuck. I had to, <laughs> had to protect relationships. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, I, at least I had him in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, you did. You had him. Yeah, you did. I didn't. Yeah. Fuck, you did.
1: Yeah, well, because he told us he was two years away. Exactly and he was right. going the next day. He was flying to introduce DeGrom. Yeah. So he knew he had DeGrom. That's the other crazy thing, Dave. That they're doing this with no DeGrom and no Scherzer.
0: Yeah. No, it's the, the best. Will he, was, he have Scherzer back for this next Dude, series? Okay. So Scherzer threw um, a bullpen today and said he feels 100%. Scherzer's coming back. Holy fuck, dude. So that's funny. Here's my favorite thing that Boach did. It sounds like we're sitting there saying, hey, you know, look at us. But this was an interesting conversation we had at the Hyatt. Whenever we asked him a question that was true, that it wasn't public, he wouldn't answer. He'd just look at us. Remember? Uh-huh. We'd go, what about, you know, Evaldi? he just stare at yeah. <laughs> you.
1: Know, remember that? Yeah,
0: yeah. And then we talk about DeGrom, and he just look at, he's, he's the best I've ever seen. Like that, you know, he wouldn't no, give No, but he love.
1: was flying. They yeah. had yeah, already had done the deal conference. with DeGrom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But, but we were writing before to him mm-hmm. when he got the job. Dude, they got to go out and get DeGrom for you. They got to fix that pitching staff. And then the text messages stop. Right. So anytime we're right on, mm-hmm. he doesn't tell us we're right or wrong. He just won't respond, which means we're right. Right. Yeah. It was, it was, it's really fun to play the game with it because he, he never can, he never can be told, you know, what are you doing leaking information for? You know, see yeah. why. Only CUI. guy the coach to look up to. <laughs> right. Yeah. But he just, all of a sudden the text message stopped like someone stole his phone.
1: Well, at, uh, <laughs> at, at some point over the next couple of weeks, we'll plug him in. Yeah. Oh, we'll man. plug him in and, Absolutely. and, and talk about what this year's been like, like what the mindset was. When he lost uh, Degrom yeah. as early as he did, but then also talk to him about the guys that he has on that team, like Garcia and Seeger. And, and I mean, how crazy that him and, I, and
0: are neighbors in Nashville. Dude, that's weird.
1: The team is yeah. loaded, man. Marcus and, and, Simeon. Yeah, and and to see it, and and dude, we didn't know Chris Young well, but he used to pop in and and. You know, for him, just say, yeah, I'm going to go out and get my guy. And, and for Boach to do it and where they are. I mean, they're playing with house yeah. money right now. But if Scherzer's coming back, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting, man.
0: It's uh, You know, you just dropped Chris Young's name. A few years ago, less than 10 years ago, uh, the school I was coaching uh, with was playing at La Jolla High School. Mm-hmm. And Chris Young, just in the neighborhood, stops by to watch the game. Just sitting by the bathrooms, just watching. You know, he wasn't with a major league team.
1: I remember he told it, us one it time. Just, I mean, it's
0: funny. Like, here's a guy that was yeah. just kind of missing baseball, run high school baseball, going to oh, catch yeah. a ga- high school game all of a sudden. Because he was
1: working for the commissioner's office. Yeah, I think so. He's just
0: running the Rangers now. You know, yeah. it's kind of funny that here's a guy that missed baseball Brilliant enough guy. to watch a high school game.
1: He went to Princeton. He lived in one of those. Uh, I'm sure this was Chris Young told us that he lived in one of those buildings. Uh, like the guy that um, Mark and Don always acknowledge waving the flag. On the broadcast yeah. that lives in one of those buildings like straight out from uh, Park at the Park. like Chris Young lived yeah. there. And he used to say in the morning, it's pretty cool because I get up and I swear this was him. And he said, I can go out on my balcony and have coffee and be like, oh, yeah, there's Petco right there. And I'll yeah. be there tonight. But yeah, man, baseball right now. Football is great. Uh, good fights at the arena this weekend. Yeah. yeah, really, really fun week.
0: Really good times. Every time I think of Chris Young, I always think of that damn Will Ferrell Vince Vince Fawn scene in that. I think the internship. Oh, it was like Mark, it's so funny. I watched Wedding Crashers last night, okay. but
1: I never saw the internship.
0: There's, there's a. You don't need to bother, but there's one scene where where uh, Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell in the same room, and Vince okay. Vaughn's kind of you know. I mean, uh, Will Ferrell's kind of outgoing. Yeah, And he says, get out of here, Marfan's, Marfan syndrome. He says to him, and he's like, mm-hmm. how tall are you? 6'5"? Well, how tall are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes, you're a weird 6'5". They're exactly the same fucking <laughs> yeah. height, but he keeps calling Marfan syndrome. Dude, <laughs> it's fucking killing me, dude, the whole time. Hey, want to mention the guys over at Bright Bail Bonds. Don't forget Fabian and Miguel, two really good guys that guess what could do something really good for you. I know it's a tragic situation if you ever find yourself in need of a bail bonds, but Bright Bail Bonds does it better than anyone else. Faber and Miguel have written more than 20,000 bonds. You know you're in good hands, and when things go from bad to worse, customer service is what's important. That's why it's really important that these guys are fast and can get you out of jail as quick as possible. Bright Bail Bonds, the way to go. 888-669-0295. 888-669-0295.
1: Now, the the feeling is, at least for me, I won't speak for you, pretty much by the time I get out the garage and I get in the car... And I get on the 125, I've literally forgotten everything we've talked about.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: So we'll get a text from friends two days later, and they'll be like, oh, really? <laughs> I, I have no idea what you're Dude, uh, I can't even title these shows. I said, show, what the fuck we talk about I, 50% of the time. Right. I have no idea. So in regards to Bright Bail Bonds, Fabian and Miguel, the number 888-669-0295. Our great friend Aaron Creasy... Now lives in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yep. Said so the other day, calls me. I'm talk, or I, talking to him yesterday. He goes, dude, I had to drive to Columbus, Ohio. And he said, I had a, he goes, long drive. And he said, I just figured I'm going to knock out about 10 podcasts in a row for the drive. Okay. He goes, i got to ask you a question. <laughs> he goes, you were talking about your guys at Bright Bail Bonds. I go, Yeah. He goes, those are the craziest commercials I've ever heard. And I go, Sam and the Bull? He goes, no, that was fine. That one was okay. He goes, I'm pretty sure as I was driving and you were talking about bright bail bonds, you said, hey, this is a call out for any of the pedophiles out there if you find yourself arrested. And he goes, are you? did you do a marketing spot? And I go, well, I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't think so. Yeah. That might have just been blended in. And I was like, what the fuck? We can't do that. <laughs> I don't uh, think you did that. Okay.
0: Yeah, I so, don't think you would. I think I was like edited that out going to weekend.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, okay, that's good. Thank you. I apologize about all the negative things I've said for you about you for the last 90 minutes. Because I was like. We don't yeah. edit
0: anything out, but we would have edited that out.
1: Because they could stay in jail. Yes, They're the only people 100%. that can stay in there forever. But occasionally. Oh. You know who this shout-out goes to? <laughs> man, oh, man. Have you seen the video oh from the God. Charger Raider game? Yes. Over the weekend. And the two girls in the Raider jerseys behind the end zone. Now, I'm pretty yeah. sure, Dave, with AI technology, that film was doctored. Um, you know, like how they do it. Um, like they can make people, like, uh, almost like the hologram. Like when they bring okay. Tupac back yeah. to life. Because you and I have known female Raider fans for 35 years. They're not like that. They're the ones that lead. That's <laughs> for so sure. They're the ones who lead the carpool, the whole thing. How but, about the boyfriend taking forever to put his
0: jacket on? Did not give a shit that his girlfriend's getting the dog kicked out of He was ready to leave, her. and yeah. she
1: kept talking with her hands at her waist. And, man, I'm i going to just tell you, for me personally, I like the dark-haired girl. The one on the the bottom yeah. step? yeah. But... The red-haired girl in the Max Crosby jersey. Holy cow. Yeah. She looked like Christy Martin. <laughs> is just firing off the two-piece. Bang, bang. And the, girl, <laughs> and the girl in row seven is throwing punches. Bang, bang. And the girl in row six is just eating them. Yeah. Woo,
0: woo. Her boyfriend did nothing to help.
1: He's just looking because he yeah. knew this chick's going to beat the shit out of me, no too. No
0: Trying to get his right arm in his jacket. Did not give a fuck.
1: Yeah, he wanted to leave. He wanted to get out. And then his girl is just. And she's trying, kind of, to flail. Well, I gotta imagine they ended up in jail. Yeah. And pretty yeah. sure. Now, if you're like her, a Raider fan, yeah. hot, just got beat up, and now you're in jail, baby. You need to move to the front of the line. You checked a lot of boxes today, except for the ability to to, to defend decline. a punch. Yeah. <laughs> So the number you need to put in your phone she was eating punches. Holy shit. Yeah. Tell your boo to call 888-669-0295. Where was that guy? Were they cousins? Maybe Dude,
0: that was ridiculous.
1: Cause he, he didn't act like he was going to hook up. Zero out. effort. Right. Yeah. Neighbor. Something. <laughs> Neighbor. I don't know. It maybe it's his ex. Maybe. And nobody else wanted to go. I'm not going to that charger Raider game. Fights break out there. Ah, oh, fuck. We'll be fine. And she's like, I'll go. And she went, wham, wham. Uh, God, she was seeing stars, seeing Tweety Bird. But if you go to the Charger game and you get the shit beat out of you and you end up in jail, uh, 888-669-0295 is the number of bright bail bonds serving all jails in Southern California 24 7 Friendly and professional, but like Dave said, the most important thing is they're going to get you out quick.
0: Exactly right. Don't forget about Dan Williams. Home buying season's getting crazy, man. Really crazy. Interest rates are going to come down eventually. And, of course, that will demand uh, home prices to continue to go in the direction that you're going to say, all right, can I afford a home? Can I get qualified? A team like Dan and Brian Curry, they can make sure you get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Don't get outbid like so many others have. Make sure you call Dan Williams. He wants to help you out. 858 688 6813. 858 688 6813.
1: Dave, it's that time of year, man. October is here. That means the holidays are right around the corner. Kids are back in school. Everything is happening, and you got to make sure those finances are lined up because not only are you trying to buy the house, but you're also trying to live your day to day life. And maybe, oh man, it doesn't matter. A tire could go out. You might be trying to see a concert. You got kids' birthdays coming up, car insurance, everything else. Dan can help you do it. And uh, it's interesting to me that Dan, as a former King season ticket holder, yeah, a lot of chiming about the Vegas Knights of late. Have you seen that? Let's deal with this guy, Turncoat. Yeah, don't ask him for sports advice, but financial advice, absolutely. Nobody better than Dan. Uh, 858-688-6813. You got to get those finances in line. Dave mentioned it because, man, there is a lot of competition on the housing market. Get that step, the step that's going to put you ahead of the curve, by calling Dan Williams, 858-688-6813.
0: And Brian Curry's the guy who's working with them Again, Brian's the guy that can help you not only get the most for your home, but find the perfect home for you in San Diego County. Make sure you call Brian Curry when it comes to making that big decision. Again, nothing like being happy in a brand new home. 619-251-1588, 619 251
1: I had a friend, Larry and Pam, that started in Cardiff. Now, understand, this is way back, probably in 1979. But they bought a house in Cardiff, and they sold that house and used the equity to buy a little bigger house in Encinitas. Yeah. They continued to play the game, right? And they would move every three years because they would trade, and they would take the equity to go into a bigger property a little bit further west while maintaining their same house payment. Well, maybe... You're sitting in that house right now that you've been in for a long time, and re- you could be in Del Cerro, you could be in San Marcos, you could be in Vista, probably not El Cajon or Poway, but for the most part, Carlsbad, Cardiff, East Lake, and maybe that house has gotten too big and it's got equity, and you say, you know what? We could go from a four bedroom to a two bedroom, and we could move a little further west. We get a little bigger backyard. That tailor-made pool could fit in there. Yep. Well, the guy who's going to help you get the most equity is Brian Curry. Give him a call, 619-251-1588. All
0: right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going to go October 5th, and we're going to start with former Padre owner Ray Kroc.
1: Ray Kroc. Oh, boy, that's interesting. I'm going to say Ray Kroc. I got to do the math on this. Could Ray Kroc be 122? Close, 121. Wow. Uh, money that he had when he died or what. personal his
0: fortune? His personal fortune.
1: Uh, let's say let's say 400 million, 600 million dollars. Okay?
0: There you go. Bernie Mac no longer with us. Dude, I love Bernie Mac. Everybody did. 63. 66. Uh 25 million. 10 million dollars is what it says. Okay.
1: Not make any money no from uh, Ocean's Eleven. He was great. In that. He and was. What about Kings of Comedy? Who took all and the money? <laughs> Cedric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just started blaming guys that are still alive. Dude, Bernie Mac was great. <laughs> he
0: had his own sitcom.
1: Dude, I didn't watch that. That was good. He, it was good. He just was so goddamn funny in <laughs> Kings of Comedy. That whole thing. D.L. Hugh. Yeah. Right, Cedric. Yeah, and Steve Harvey. Yeah. goddamn God damn.
0: Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Fifty one. Forty eight. Mm. Uh, $30 million. $95 million. Damn. Look at that shit. All right, here we go. ACDC. Brian Johnson.
1: Uh, 73.
0: 76. 100 million. 90 million. Close. Okay. Okay, last one. All right. I'm a huge fan. I You and I have never discussed this, but I imagine you're a fan too. Who knows? You might tell me no way. Steve Miller. Uh, you a Steve Miller band fan?
1: Yeah, yay, yeah, nay. Okay. I don't care about the Joker abracadabra is like the worst song ever yeah, that recorded one a, but that one's not like a greatest hit song yeah that's a um, hit song. it's embarrassing steve miller remember when he went off on the rock and roll hall of fame yeah i've got two others to add to that list before you go uh steve miller is 75 80 80 no, it's funny he
0: looked just like my dad and the same age as what my dad would have been yeah
1: that, that's funny uh i'll say 40 million 60 million dollars all right i got one for you erica do birthday is october 5th is that right yeah, how old do you think she is? 37. Dude, I think. I, I think you're right. I'm okay. going to say 37. All We're right. not going to do uh, the net worth, but uh, just a quick not only is it Erica DeBecky's birthday tomorrow, but it's our beloved Erica Lee's birthday tomorrow. Oh, wow. That's so cool. uh, she was the one who taught us always to check in on a friend. Uh, we lost her at an incredibly, we've talked about it forever. But uh, impacted this show greatly. Loved Palais, loved me, loved our kids. So, yeah, tomorrow, and uh, uh, reach out to Erica. Yep. Wish her sure a happy 37th. Absolutely. And then uh, check in on another friend. Do it on behalf of our uh, late, great Erica Lee, who we love very much.
0: Absolutely. All right, here we go. Five random questions.
1: Okay, these are all written by Josh. Okay, I like this. All right, let's okay. go.
0: I tell you, every one of them, I think you got to think. Though it's not like the bullshit like underhand it. ones that yeah, you like just come like this. Like, yeah. what's better? grilled yeah, cheese? I give, I give you ones that you can at least answer. These well, answer. are going to take you a while. I okay, think, th- you got to put some thought in this. Nervous. Name a celebrity people have a crush on that you never understood. Oh, that's a good one. Do you have one on that? No, kinda, that's what I'm saying. These are some that you got to think about for a little bit. Um. Is there celebrity out there that people talk about smoking hot? And you're just like, dude, I don't fucking get it. Yeah. Like, I, I tell you what, I'm not attracted to Taylor Swift at all.
1: Right. Because she's... But she's way young. Like, we've never gone... Yeah, but e-
0: either way, I can tell you, they're young girls ago go... She's, she's pretty. Taylor Swift's just... I, I like her as a person. Yeah, she seems cool. But right? I don't... There's nothing about Taylor Swift, go, man. Would I like to see her naked?
1: <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> um, I would say she uh, okay i have one that qualified probably 15 years ago but now like she's back over and it would be jenny mccarthy like jenny mccarthy 15 years ago was just like too much yeah but now she's like we don't watch mass singer very often but every now and then we fall into it dude she's funny as fuck on that show her and ken jong and uh though they're the two yeah she's yeah she's that probably would have been the one 15 years ago um i don't I don't know
0: that i have one yeah nothing pops in my head right now but that's as I said. you got to think a little bit in these all right yeah all right here's the next one this is one i do have an answer for okay who is the last person in san diego media that you want to spend the day with
1: um well the last the first question was really good i just don't have an answer to it okay Saying, uh, Carl DeMaio is a fucking, <laughs> he just, you know, it's too bad, too, because I thought him coming into Kogo could have been really, really cool. Yeah. Like, I, I thought that was going to be great. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe he's just a guy. He's not the biggest guy. And maybe he just, remember when Bruce Jenner was a douche? Yeah, John he was. Den- I told you John yeah. Denver was yeah. a douche.
0: Bruce was a douche.
1: Uh, that was kind of a drag, right? Yeah. <laughs> but... um. Uh, DeMaio was a guy, I, I just don't think DeMaio realized that we were actually cheering for his success, yeah, which he, is true. We want him to be great and he was just a fucking clown. Yeah. Um, but, uh, what are Carl and I going to do? You're going to go to Seaport village. I mean, even if we got along with him, great. What are we going to do? I asked this co- same question a couple
0: of people in the media about media members. They wouldn't want to spend the day with, you know, what number, know what names came back the most? What's that? Raul, Raul Martinez. Ah, God.
1: See, we liked him, but he's got a terrible reputation. Yeah, he was him. nice to you and me, though. dude. He was great, and he's a USC yeah. fan. Yeah, I could We're, hang out with Raul. And the other one is Chrissy Russo. Oh, see, that's completely yeah. wrong. Well, I'm just
0: well. That's your no. opinion. Other people have said no. That's not me saying that. That's what I got back in response.
1: Oh, I'll tell you, uh, Shally I wouldn't hang out with.
0: Okay, so here's an interesting thing about Shally. As someone pointed it out to me today. You know Shally has more Instagram followers than any San Diego media person in San Diego? Is that right? Like one, three. Now, the thing that I
1: do like about her is- like Tony
0: Gwynn um, Jr. has 32,000. She has 1.3 million.
1: Because she's very involved in what's going on in Iran. Yeah. Uh, my father-in-law's from there. My sons are 25% Persian. And um, she's- you know somebody that that brings human rights to the forefront. So good honor for that, but uh, yeah, same thing. If I, I all right, Dave, I gotta go to Seaport Village. Okay, I gotta kill three hours. I'm either going with Shally or DeMaio. Shally,
0: have to be Shally, Fine, right? Dude, I'm not doing anything with DeMaio. I'm not going to Jack in a Box at DeMaio. I'm not doing anything with
1: that motherfucker. When's the last time DeMaio Fuck that went. guy.
0: Guy's clueless on everything in life.
1: He, <laughs> Dre got voted yeah. out on everything. Dude is a
0: fucking idiot. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so stupid, man. His self-awareness is the worst I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, okay. So I was right on yeah,
0: that. Yeah, 100% you're right on that.
1: Shelly looks great. So she does look great. would be boring, but we she she should hang is, out
0: with her. I told you the move Josh pulled on me was Shally um, a, a couple months ago. Right? No. We're in uh, in June. We were at God dang, it was on harbor. It was I think it was the Brigantine, up top okay. by the water. Oh
1: yeah, nowhere yet.
0: Eh? Yeah. And so Shally walks by and Josh goes, Hey, isn't that the girl from T V? I look over, I see it Shally and I go, Yeah, I go, you know, she she wasn't great to Jeff and me. She wasn't mean. She just didn't say hello like everyone else did when we went on as a guest.
1: Right. We're there all day.
0: Well, Yeah. And she didn't say shit. Everyone else, Chrissy Russo was nice. we was and nice. And we did like Everybody. four times. Yeah. And she played the same act every time. Every time. Just, there was not even a hello. Nothing. Huh. So I kind of dropped the, ah, f- fuck her, self-absorbed. <laughs> I think I said to yeah. Josh, just at the table. Well, she walks by again to go somewhere and Josh stops her. Excuse me. Aren't you the girl on TV? And she goes, yes, I am. And I just, motherfucker,
1: (laughs) like, you know, he did it on purpose to piss me off. Was she nice about it? Or 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 was she kind of cold?
0: Kind of cold, you know? Ah, And so, too bad. At least she stopped and answered his question. So, to get him back, when we went to San Francisco the other day, you know, we're getting off the airplane and, you know, people are behind us. And I stopped all traffic and I said to the flight attendant, excuse me. My friend wants to know what is the time change here from San Diego to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Like he was a complete dipshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she goes, "It's exactly the same." He goes, "I never asked." Okay, okay, okay. say whatever you want, you know. You and he's beginner. like, what? yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? And I go, dude, I was thinking that's for Shelly. That's for Shelly. You asked. We asshole. did it for Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone on the airplane is like, this is a fucking idiot. Did you hear that Jesus. question? time change. <laughs> All right, here we go. I like this question. Would you rather have an obsessive, insane person love or hate you?
1: Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'd rather have them love me. I, wouldn't
0: I Like want a stalker. My... You'd rather have a stalker than someone that might try and kill you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Yeah. It'd be a pain in the ass either way. But when you're on guard, like, am I going to get hurt? Yeah, and am I going to uh, get murdered? My, yeah, is my car going to blow up when I start it? Right. Or someone just fucking in your way all the time because she just loves
1: you I'm and just follows go out you there. around. What is this, a mixtape? I'll <laughs> listen to this. All right, here we go. Fourth a question. Good one. I liked it. He did really good on these. These
0: are great. Fourth question. If you didn't have to sleep to be well-rested, would you do it anyway?
1: Um, Not as... I, I mean, not that I get... I mean, shit. Getting late already, right? Um... I'm probably, I think about six hours.
0: I think that's less than most. Yeah. I I think most people go for seven, eight.
1: But then the weekend comes around. Yeah. My boys and I are hanging out. We start watching football. The fan's on. Everything's great. And then you just pass out. (laughs) I fuck. (laughs) Next thing you know, it's five o'clock. And and, Sunday night
0: football, like what happened?
1: Right. And then I got to bring them home. And it's like, but it's just so much fun. Because it's like.
0: Your Do boys they pass that, out
1: too? Uh, Cade will all okay. the time. Uh, Cade's like part grizzly. Narcoleptic, just out. Dude, he's like 100% that kid. His nickname since he was seven was Grizzly because you feed him and he's out. He just hibernates. Jack all the time. Look at this fucking guy. Just out and sleep in the car. We go eat at three o'clock in the afternoon. Like, I'm not like yeah. that. And uh, we'll just be talking. Just backseat out. Look at Grizzly back there. Done. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know, man. Like if you get like 10 hours sleep, that kind of fucks me up. Yeah. Well, for it's your kids, come it's out probably
0: of good for your kids. Cause they're oh, yeah, growing. Of course. Yeah. I, I don't know. That, that's funny.
1: That, Would that, you get rid of it?
0: Well, it's funny. I'm not a good sleeper. used to be, but not anymore. I sleep about three hours a night. And then I take like two 10 minute naps at a time. Like I'll just close my eyes for 10 minutes, realize I was out and I feel okay. Yeah. But that's kind of how I get through my day. In I very, wish I could go eight. I would like those like f- Saturday to Sunday. Just go do, if I could sleep eight would uh, be great.
1: Dude. It. I left work late tonight. That's so why I was late getting down here. And in my office, like I could close and lock my office. Yeah. Right. In my office, I keep it. They came in there, <clears> fixed <throat> it. They busted me, but I had it running at about sixty-eight. Oh, okay. And now I've got, uh, the president of our company. I've got, the desk that he used to have before we moved into this building so it's sweet yeah it's like a l shaped and it's huge and uh it's so like 6 30 right and i know i gotta be down here at like 8 30 yeah oh there's been 25 different times when i'm like yeah i could
0: right there George could it just Completely. under the desk
1: just lock it <laughs> and just crash out for like 45 minutes yeah Wait but for I'm traffic always, to go down yeah Afraid right, the cleaning staff's gonna come in I'm afraid the alarms would be set. Oh, jeez. And then they show me sneaking out at 8.15. Yep. What the fuck are you doing? I fell asleep <laughs> under the desk. What? <laughs> I know. But I, I'm always like, like I'll text uh, friends of ours. I'll be like, look at that right there. I do not even need anything. I just go out, grab a seat cushion from the break room. Ah, I'll be great. Shut it down, but never do. All right, last question.
0: Okay, who is the last person in your contacts that you that you wouldn't want to send you a naked picture?
1: Oh, that's f- funny.
0: um You can scroll through your contacts right now.
1: Well, boach would be there. <laughs>
0: Costa's mine, dude.
1: Yeah, Costa would be there. And
0: Costa would be the one to send it, right? Like if anyone, like God. who's the most likely it would be Costa. Yeah, mud. <laughs> Might have send one too. You're right. I wouldn't want mud either. Uh, let's just see.
1: See if there's <laughs> anybody else. Uh let's just see here. Elston. Yeah, oh, fuck. Fuck. Elston <laughs> is
0: hundred percent naked with a scarf on.
1: <laughs> dude, Craig's the best dude I love that kid. Uh hang on. Let me just Ernie. Fred Yolman Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Cantor? Yeah.
0: No, I don't want any of those.
1: Uh, let's just see. Hang on. Let's see if, <laughs> John Howard? <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest question ever. Uh, oh, let, let me just see here.
0: Dude, I'm just going to put this question on Twitter just so people respond.
1: You're respond to oh, us. Oh, my God. Um, hang on. Let me just see if I got anybody else that you would laugh at that we haven't thought of for a while. Um I think that is fucked up enough. I think we're fine. Oh, my God. That's that, it. That is so funny. All right. When are we uh, back here? Monday night?
0: I can go uh, Sunday or Monday. Your call. All
1: right. We'll figure it out. We may see down here uh, Sunday night. Sunday night may good be Good Sunday
0: night football night, too. Who, oh, yeah. Who do we got? Cowboys Niners.
1: Yeah. Uh, we'll try to do it Sunday night. And if the schedule. Yeah. We'll plan on being here Sunday. That'd be great. Okay. Good All deal. Right, we'll see everybody then.
2: cut their own christmas tree or you better watch out for that sneaky backscreen door I laugh so hard I